Welcome to the Unpacking Sunday podcast, where we take a deeper look at what God is speaking to you, to our church, and to the world around us. So grab a coffee, sit back, and let's unpack it together. All right. Luke, do you want to do an all right for us? All right. There it is. Welcome to uh, to Unpacking Sunday. Uh, I'm Josh, and, and this week we have Luke, who is our, our worship minister here with us as well. Hello, church. Luke, it's been a big weekend for you, hey? Yeah. It, uh, it It's one that comes by every year. but Once uh, a year, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that before you're a dad, you don't really look at you know, realizing your birthdays often lands right next to or on Father's Day. So mm. it was something I never saw when I was younger, obviously. But right. then start having children, it's like, whoa, this is a big weekend. So Yeah, it's a real big weekend. I love yeah. it. And so what did you, I mean, both with Father's Day and with your birthday, what did you get up to? Just quality time with the fam. My wife and I were able to escape and uh, head out to Stillwood. And oh, nice. Yeah, we played a, uh, a round of disc golf yeah. just together. It was beautiful, alone on the course. and amazing together just enjoying nature and each other and, and then we went to our friend's brewery and had dinner oh nice yeah it was amazing yeah. so yeah and, and then so we finished it off with craft ice cream so oh so go. good yeah banter luke you might hold like the title for most trips to stillwood in a year i might uh, what are you at we're already we're halfway into like the year 10 times this you're year. 10 times yeah. wow okay yeah. yeah yeah no one's coming for that right yeah. yeah it's just between retreats and playing casually so yeah yeah it's a great Great camp, so beautiful, and a great disc golf course. Doesn't so. it? But for those of you who haven't been to you, like it's right behind Cultus Lake, and you drive up this mountain, and then you walk in, and you see you're kind of in a valley a little bit between these mountains on all all sides. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Then you're overlooking the lakes beneath you, and the mountains are above you, and it's mm-hmm. it takes your breath away like every time you go. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, it totally does. It's an, the area is called Lindell Beach, which is interesting. Oh. So yeah, it's like a it's its own spot back there so yeah so yeah. good yeah it's a good spot well good man i'm glad you had a, a good father's day and yeah, uh amazing and a happy birthday from thank from you. the whole church to you thank you uh i won't ask you how old you are i'll let you i'll let you take the rain on that one <laughs> if you want but um so today we're going into uh the book of john chapter 4 verses 46 to 53 is that right is that so. where you're in I think so, yeah. and um we have bob lorenzen come in and, so and bring good. the word on the weekend Papa Bob. Papa Bob. Yeah, I think is his new title. Yeah, yeah. so good. It just felt, it felt really cool. Like he just is such a father figure in our church. Right. And, yeah. Um, you know, and it was just really great to hear him speak and help us walk through this beautiful passage. So and it was great about yeah dads pursuing Jesus. Right. Know? Yeah. So yeah. It's great. And he's been attending this church for did he say twenty years? Yeah. Two thousand four, awesome. I think he said. Yeah. Two thousand four. So, yeah. 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 That's so good. I love it. Well. Bob, thank you. We appreciate uh, the word that you brought for us, and mm-hmm. we appreciate the example you set for the guys in the church as well. You did a, an amazing job, so thank you for sharing the word with us. Mm-hmm. So just a quick overview maybe, Luke. Can you do uh, – what, what do we talk about? I know this, this passage called Jesus Heals an Official Son. Mm-hmm. What, what was the kind of overview, if you could spark notes it for us, just mm-hmm. maybe if people weren't there on Sunday? Okay, yeah, so um, Jesus is traveling and he is approached by this royal official is what they describe mm-hmm. no name given and basically he says to jesus i need you to come with me within his understanding he says i right. need to come with me and heal my son who's about to die mm. and so um i think bob said that the the they expect that the son was probably within the teenage years so they didn't mention the mother but you know it's like this it all just kind of points to this was a family unit who right didn't really know Jesus, but he's approaching Jesus as a healer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so 
Um, he says, I need you to come with me, which is it's a half a day's travel yeah. to, you know, it's a big deal then. Yeah. Um, and to heal my son. So what his expectation was to come and, you know, do what you do, lay hands on or whatever. And then Jesus basically says to him, after this kind of interesting um, image of Jesus that he, he, he kind of throws out a couple questions that almost makes him seem like he's aggravated by the request. Mm. And, um, you know, we can, we can get into that a little bit later. Um, mm. But he then says, your son is healed. Right. Mm. He says, you know, go, your son is healed and um, or he's not going to die. You know, basically, I think is what the thing says. And so, um, you know, without any sort of technology or anything, he just has to ha- trust that Jesus, he, Jesus isn't going to come back with him. So he's going home and later realizes at the moment yeah. that Jesus said that his son was healed. Well, because, you know, the first thing we would do is mm-hmm. we would get on the phone. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> We'd say, 100%. how you doing? How you I feeling? FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. 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 Let pr- me see what's going on. Yeah. No photos kind of didn't any, happen. Any right? change in yeah. his health? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing, right? So, it's true. But this right. dad's like, yeah, all yeah. right. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust that you don't have to come back, you know, with me or whatever. And right. Yeah. When he finally arrives home later, he realizes it was the moment that Jesus said that his son was healed. And then it begins to unfold the kind of layers upon what Jesus had done and spoke to him mm-hmm. and his whole household then believes in Jesus and right it became becomes, a testimony becomes right? followers of Christ yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that's essentially the story in a nutshell right and there was a stat that that just that Mike threw out as he was uh you know opening up the service on Sunday and I'm gonna get you to like do a little insert because I'll probably say the wrong statistic <laughs> and I'll own that right now so get ready here's the stat it's this amount of percentage 90 Love it. Ish. <laughs> 90-ish. Okay, we'll come <laughs> back if we need to. But 90-ish percent of, uh, of, of households where, where the dad follows the Lord, mm-hmm. the household ends up following the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a pretty big statistic. It means a lot, right, mm-hmm. for the leader of the family to take that step and, mm-hmm. and sh- to show that faith, to show where their, their hope comes from. And, and so it's, a, it's, it's an encouragement when we see how this official. And um, so just to, to kind of set us geographically where we are, we are, uh, we're back in Cana. And so this is where that, the wedding happened, you know, the water mm-hmm. into wine. So mm-hmm. this oh, is yeah, Jesus's right. first miracle. Right. And so, this is, this was the second miracle it said, right? Right. So this yeah. is, yeah. So he, well, he's done some uh, throughout, um, like Jerusalem, but this is right. his time back in Cana. Oh, I see. Right. Okay, I so, yeah, yeah. so he, um, he's got like some, this is like, he's got some fame here. This is yeah. where it all started. Rapport. He's know. got a bit of rapport. Yeah. 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 The Pharisees would call it like infamy. Right. Uh, you know, but the, sure. the followers would celebrate that. For this sure. is where he like opened up about, um, you know, the fact that he uh, is is the Messiah that they've been waiting for. And so, yeah, so you I think you hit it, the, the nail on the head there. This this father, he, he realized he can't do anything for his son. Mm-hmm. You know, traditional medicine is not working. Um, and so he he humbly admits like, hey, I can't, but I know someone who can. Mm-hmm. And so he travels out and, and he meets the father or he meets Jesus and and then, um, yeah, Jesus provides this miracle for his son. And so through this story, maybe because you're, you're a dad, you've got mm-hmm. a couple of kiddos, mm-hmm. you got three. Um, what, what does this story mean for you in terms of how you lead your family? Hmm. Well, I think I, I love this image of how, you know, everything put aside, he pursues Jesus. Hmm. And what Jesus has to say upon layers of him 
kind of he this, this whole part where he says that he he's aggravated in a sense. He was like, "Why do people need to see miracles? Or you you must see to believe, and right. you know, that kind of thing." He kind yeah. of throws it at him, but it's not that Jesus is mad mm-hmm. or even annoyed. It's that what he's trying to do is solidify the work that he's about to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's challenging this person's limited belief, belief and understanding that what Jesus has to offer is so much more than, you know, a vending machine of miracles. You know, he's, he, he doesn't really just, he, he, the healing of this, this child is easy for him. Mm-hmm. The, the making, you know, that what, what he wants though is for this family to understand that what, who Jesus is and what he represents right. is so much more, so much deeper than simply the, the health change within this child. Right. It's their eternal souls. It's yeah. the the kingdom of God coming yeah. to earth. You know. So. Um, yeah, the forgiveness a, of sins yeah. is is weighed a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know than than the healing from this this temporary sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what I see um, as a father, you know, we hear this and um, there's this idea of the the father is the the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, that can be a little complicated. You've got, you know, my wife and I. My wife yeah. is a teacher. You know, she she is the more along. I'm in ministry, so she's, you know, she's working longer days and making more money than I am, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. So our, I cook a lot of our meals, and I'm getting the kids up and off to school, you know. So dynamically, there's a difference within culture. But I'm still the leader of our house. Right, you're the spiritual leader of the yes. house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so with that, you know, comes this idea of, all the pressure that can come with, how can mm-hmm. I be the best leader mm. for our, my family? How can I be the stable dad, the the caring father, mm. the, you know, the patient, you know, the, um, the head of our household, really? Mm. And really what I see in this story is that all the pressure is gone when you just come to the realization that I personally mm. just need to pursue Jesus and his voice. Yeah. And so, and as I do that, there is that cascading effect that happens in our family down, Mm. you know, it, it, my children see that my children see my faith, my children see, you know, and as we, as we all look towards Jesus, then things like provision happen, you know, um, anxiety is reduced, you know, Mm. there's, there's the, 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 the faith is increased, you know, from the little ones to the older ones, you know? So, um, and it, that really, really is a, a simple um, way in which it can happen in a sense that, that there isn't this idea, I have to make sure that I'm my children see me reading the Bible every day or this sort of thing. It's like, I just need to genuinely be looking to Jesus, genuinely yeah. pursuing him in all things as the answer to um, the solution to the big questions, the big problems. Well, that's, I think that's yeah. it. Is yeah. This is like, this is a big problem, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not that... You know, sometimes are it's easy to have faith in in the little things, right. you know. But and it can when sometimes, it's going well, and when it's going well, right? Of course. You know, your kids will see you 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 praying when you know you got money in the bank, you got food on the table, mm-hmm. you got the house over the head. They're like, great, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's it's in these these moments of um, of honest of, of like hurt of mm-hmm. being overwhelmed of being afraid of being mm-hmm. worried that it really tests your faith. It mm-hmm. tests your your dependence on the Lord, and then. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about this mm-hmm. situation, you know? Mm-hmm. He like he's like, you know what? Because most of us, like, we would just probably be like, oh no, this is a this is a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. I just want to be with my child. You know, the doctor right. said it's it's over. We're gonna keep praying, but we're not leaving that bedside mm-hmm. table, right? But this dad is like, no, like I have a responsibility. I, I have hope, I have faith. Right, for sure. And so he actually gets up and he leaves his mm-hmm. child. Well, and so right. some of us might even right. think that's a little 
right. oh, like, you're going to leave your kid when he's yeah. in this state? Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, whoa, you know? But he hadn't given up hope. Right. He, hadn't, he didn't let go of faith, even if all those around him mm-hmm. had. And um, that, that can also be a somewhat of a, of a heavy thing. Like spiritual mm-hmm. leadership isn't something that should be held lightly, right? Mm-hmm. There's responsibility that comes with it to, to be the one who, who remains in faith, even if those around you don't, which also can be difficult. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I see people in our church, too, who are doing this. The, you know, it's like in my life, Right now, things are going really well. You yeah. know, it's like my kids are healthy. My yeah. wife and I have jobs. We have a home. You know, right. we have we have a stable income. You know, those yeah. sorts of things. But I see people in our church yeah. who they're they have these big heavy things happening in right. their lives. And um, you know, it's like and to the point where it's like, Wow, hmm. would I be pursuing Jesus like they are? Yeah in their situations. Mm. And I'm so inspired. Mm. Inspired to pray more for uh for them and for their situations, but also just, I see that and be like, Lord, I want to, I want to be that strong. I want to be that uh, confident in your provision. Mm -hmm. Even when things, there's a big question mark about the future, about even the future health of my family or my kids or those sorts of things. I'd like to believe that I would be so strong Mm. in that sense. But um, yeah, so I'm just so blessed by those situations in our church where it's like, oh my goodness, Lord, come and do your work in that but you see this strength and this faith this right. solid faith yeah. in these in these people so yeah so and well like even in the same way that we're, we're called to share our testimonies even to believers mm-hmm. as like encouragements you mm-hmm. know to to build that faith to mm-hmm. continue to to sharpen the iron that's like what we're seeing mm-hmm. you know in a season where like you said think things are going well but mm-hmm. what we're seeing this dependence and this hunger mm-hmm. and this this um resilience really no i'm not mm-hmm. going to give up because because i've read the end of the book mm-hmm. you know i know he i know he comes again i know there's healing ultimately i know mm-hmm. that he does miracles i know that um that he he sees my faith right mm-hmm. and so these moments where we're like you say we're seeing that it it even builds us up mm-hmm. uh from 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 where we're standing and then when the time comes that we're in another season because of course mm-hmm. you know suffering and mm-hmm. pain is, is going to come for everybody at some point so for sure you just it helps you to to be prepared for it in those moments mm-hmm. and to, to to think back to reflect on how others who've gone before you um yeah have demonstrated that dependency so you said something interesting you said um it seems like there's a point here where jesus gets kind of like almost a little like frustrated yeah, or an aggravation aggravated of, that's the of, word yeah, yeah sense of like frustration you know with the, yeah with so maybe I'll read this out, and then can you extrapolate on sure, that idea sure, a little bit? Sure. Um, okay, so this is verse 47. It says, When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him, and he begged him to come and to heal his son, who was close to death. Jesus says, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. And Jesus says, Go, your son will live. So that's the little interaction that we, mm-hmm. we get to see. Right. So can you extrapolate on on that idea of what yeah. that first thing Jesus said? Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like what we see in this royal official is he he's pretty set. You know, he's he's he he is a person of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't know if his life if he got there easily, if it was, you know, handed to him or if he had to really work hard for it. Yeah. But what we see is Jesus encountering this person and seeing the whole package and then 
immediately, you know, what, what he, he sets a little bit of a, you know, this kind of, I'm not going to make this easy in a moment for you. I'm not going to just mm. snap to your request. Mm -hmm. I need to understand that you are desperate for this, you know, mm. that kind of thing. So, so Jesus kind of gives him some resistance. And, and I think this guy shows a kind of a, an abandon of like, I don't care what it takes in his response. I don't, I, you know, you're this, this spiritual leader, this healer, but, um, I need you to do this thing for me. And Jesus really just kind of creates this moment for him to, of clarity to see, you know, cause the person, you know, so easily can kind of come into a situation like this and get some resistance. Yeah. You know, it kind of shows what Jesus is kind of leading him to, into this thing of how we can approach prayer too. Mm. It's this, this, this kind of like, if it doesn't happen immediately, don't just give up. Right. You know, don't the just wait on the promise. Yeah. Of, but, yeah. but, but in a sense it's that, that like, even if there seems like there's some hesitation there mm -hmm. from God, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, what his real desire was, you know, it's like kind of like this, like you can almost see like this big smile on Jesus's face when mm. it's like, you've passed this test. Now go, your son is, Healed, mm. you know that kind of thing and we what we do see is the heart of god in this sense you know it's like we see you know when when jesus raises up lazarus you know it's like he's filled with compassion and he's yeah. weeping and it's like so we know that god wants his desire is to see us free and healed yeah and we can't always answer the question why there's that hesitation but we also need to trust that he has his reasons mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. he also says knock yeah and the door will be opened you right know? Dot, and the not knock once. Hand. Yeah. Don't just push the door open. You know, right, knock. Yeah. You got to knock, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, and sometimes maybe it's going to be a bunch of knocks. Maybe you're going to have to wait at that door all night long. Mm -hmm. But continue knocking, you know, that kind of thing. Because his right. desire, his heart. Yeah. Is well, to he tells us, through I things. am willing. I you am know, willing. Yeah. I am willing. Yeah. 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 It, it kind of reminds me, this is a little of a different take. So you tell mm -hmm. me what you think on this. Okay. Um, it kind of reminds me of the story in Luke uh, when Jesus forgives and heals the paralyzed man. Mm hmm. And um, so the friends, they, they bring the paralyzed man to Jesus, and he said, uh, friend, your sins are forgiven. And then we, we see that the Pharisees, they're thinking, mm. you know, who is, who is this? Who can Their forgive sins? Turning, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah. they don't say anything, but they're thinking it. Uh -huh. And then uh, it says Jesus knew what they were thinking. Mm. You know, he, yes, he's fully man, but he's also fully God. Mm -hmm. And he knew what they were thinking. He said, um, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? You know, mm. like, which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk. Right. You know. Well, of course, of of course, uh, the the spiritual um, purposes that Jesus is here for ultimately are are more important than the physical, as we hit mm -hmm. on earlier. So, if we bring that kind of logic into John here, what if when he's saying, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe, he's actually uh, talking to this crowd of, 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 of people because mm. he's in Galilee, right? right, right. He, he's surrounded by people. This is where he did his first miracle. This is where he's got his, his, his big entourage. Mm -hmm. And what, what if he's actually like Im impressed by this man and he's saying, look, you people, mm. you know, this is a teaching moment for you guys. Mm -hmm. Why are you thinking these things? Mm -hmm. You're like, unless you see these miracles, you won't believe. But I've got a man right here mm -hmm. who, who lives by he faith. He won't be stopped. Yeah, he won't be stopped. Yeah, yeah. And then when I say go... Yeah. He's going to go, and he's going right. to trust in the promise that I gave him. Mm -hmm. So what can we learn from that? What can you guys take away from that? Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah. 
That's great. Yeah, and I think it's so important, too, to look at the that cultural and historical context mm-hmm. of who Jesus was speaking to, you know, yeah. and why is, why did the author of this book put this in there, right? Yeah. What themes is he hitting on here? Right. Yeah, I think you nailed it there. With right. The, he's, he's really just kind of using this opportunity. There's layers upon what he's doing. Mm. Not only is he pushing um, this man and giving some hesitation there, mm-hmm. but he's also in a deeper layer right. speaking it to the crowd saying yeah. like, unless you are willing to kind of lay it all down yeah, to, to, to leave your sick child to, you know, and that also like this person probably with their status, mm. it was probably a big deal that he went himself. That he oh, didn't totally. Send a representative, send a servant. You know, that kind yeah. Of thing, right? We know we had them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like to, unless you're willing to, to march to Jesus yourself and leave mm. it all behind. Yeah. Your, your, you know, your reputation, your... Your dependence what, your, on your social class. Totally. You know, your whatever. Totally. Yeah. Or even your trust that, like, you being present is going to make the difference mm. with being near your child or whatever. You right. Know, it's like, I'm willing to... Those could have been precious moments. Absolutely. You yeah. know, the, he was, his son was dying, but yeah. he had the faith that if I can just get to Jesus... Yeah. You know, and it's like there's so many of these kind of moments that we see in Scripture that, like, you know, the woman touching the hem, if I can just get to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And it's, I think that's a big takeaway of this story. If we can just leave all the stuff floating around in our heads of what, who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to lead our families, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of this idea of I'm supposed to be this kind of man or we're supposed to have this kind of marriage. And it's like, if we can just get to Jesus, mm, if we can just good. kneel before him yeah. and just say, like, you are in control, mm-hmm. you, you take the wheel, Lord. Yeah. You know, I think that's what, that's what he's really calling us to through this passage. Oh, that's really good. And so what is, what is the significance for us today? We don't, we don't have to travel half a day. No, we don't. You know, like right. what? We have the the, the the Holy Spirit of, of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ living within us. Mm-hmm. So well, he had a twelve hour journey. Ours is just to our knees, really. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's so good. Um, maybe we can we can kind of we're getting to like the the twenty two minute yep. mark yep. here, so we'll we'll wrap it up quick here. But I'm I'm just wondering if there's anything like maybe from your own life experience that you you could share as, as an encouragement to the church or maybe as a challenge to the church. Like there's a lot of calls on Father's Day mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. Um, you know, to hold that mantle with the proper uh, respect, you know, mm-hmm. to, to set the vision for your family, to be mm-hmm. diligent, to, to have faith where there might not be. Um, mm-hmm. So from your own experience, what, what would maybe an encouragement or a charge to the church look like? Hmm. Well, I just think that, um, you know, as we... Look at the significance of what God is saying to us in the season, and what what Bob spoke to us on Sunday. He he really laid it out well as a, as the job of of fathers. And I the one real big takeaway that I took from that was is that um, I need to make sure that I'm praying for my kids. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I need to be and praying for my marriage and praying for my wife. And that's really going to be the change. Right. That's going to be the significant thing. So if you're you know if you're feeling distant from your children, if your marriage is um, struggling, if there's relational things in your home where you don't know how to really approach them and you find yourself kind of um, finding distance as the answer mm. for that, really what the answer is going to be is in, in your daily life, whether it's on your commute, whether it's out of a place of desperation, but you just need to be, you need to go back to Jesus and, and be mm. praying for your kids, 
per your relationship with them. There's mm-hmm. nothing too big or too small in yeah. these requests. But Jesus is to just come to me. Come to me with your things, with your kids, with yeah. your marriage, with your relationships, and just watch him do his work. Mm-hmm. Watch him um, bring restoration and reconciliation mm-hmm. where it needs to happen because he can do it and he will do it. You just got to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know I know from uh, my my vantage point, you know, married almost two years and I have my first kid on the way. And from your vantage point, married how many years? 21 this August. 21, so good. Yeah. And you've got three kids, right? Indeed. So, um, but kind of like crossing the, the lines, the best experience mm-hmm. uh, that, that I'm picking up from you, a more mm-hmm. seasoned father, more seasoned husband, is, mm-hmm. is just to go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. And I know even in my short marriage, and mm-hmm. not, you know, I haven't even met my baby mm-hmm. yet, but mm-hmm. um, as a husband, as a father, and as like a, the spiritual leader of my home, Sometimes I can feel, um, oh, I want to be strong for my wife or mm-hmm. I want to be strong for my kids. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to show anything. And, and so, right. you know, it's just, I'm going to wear this or I'm going to hold right. this. Right. But I love what you said. Like, right. we don't have to. We, don't we, have to. Even if, you know, we're called to, to be that for our family, mm-hmm. we still have someone we can talk to. We still have 100%. someone we can go to. It's just Jesus. 100%. Yeah. So I love that. That's great advice. Um, church, I hope you've, you've been blessed by having Luke here and, and the, the words of wisdom he shared. And Look forward to to having you on again soon, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Unpacking Sunday is a podcast of Carover Road Christian Fellowship Church. If you have any questions or discussion topics, please email us at unpackingsunday at crcfchurch.com or visit our website at crcfchurch.com.